everyone, and welcome yet again to a fresh edition of ESPN's Formula One podcast, a fabulous and spicy edition this week. Super excited, if you couldn't tell. I'm Alexis Nunes, here with Nate Saunders and Lawrence Edmondson, but we're even more excited because we actually have our second official driver guest, and it's going to be hard to top this one, I must say, you know, because it is none other than the social media golden boy that is Lando Norris, who joined us today, got to talk about pretty much everything, especially the virtual media world that he's just absolutely been bossing, guys. And so much so, but it's not always been smoothly because this past weekend there, he was involved in a, a little bit of virtual drama that kind of takes me back to the days of when my brothers and I would stop talking after we would have a little issue playing a video game. <laughs> so, yeah, it took about seven weeks, eight weeks of lockdown, but we've had our first proper bust up in the F1 kind of racing esports world. And it actually came when Lando went to race in IndyCar. So uh, IndyCar, as I'm sure all our listeners are aware, single-seater racing in the US. They have their own esports series up and running over there. And uh, Lando went over as a guest, and he won the first time he went in there. That was at Cota, which is also a Formula 1 track. Then they invited him back to Indianapolis, which is um, obviously where they hold the Indy 500. And uh, he qualified second, and he was racing really, really well, and he was doing very well indeed. And he had, in fact, got up the inside of two drivers early in this, what I thought was a pretty cool move at turn two. The IndyCar drivers weren't so sure of it, uh, particularly Simon Pagano, who ended up in the wall because of it. And then after Pagano pitted, he came back out, and he was quite keen to get his own back on Norris, or what he felt was his own back on Norris. And he basically stopped in turn four. Well, not quite stopped, but he certainly slowed in turn four. Norris went into the back of him. His virtual McLaren went into the uh, into the kind of crash fencing, virtual crash fencing. And then there was the big virtual argument on Twitter afterwards uh, in which everyone got, uh, well, a lot of people got very angry about it because they felt like it kind of made a mockery of the whole thing. Uh, some people pointed out that it's just a game. But I don't know, it's completely split opinion. And I think it's because we've all been stuck inside without seeing a proper racing car. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, we're, we're all like so focused on this that it has actually become a big deal. But as Lando will point out, and I'm sure uh, Nate can mention as well, uh, uh, it is a kind of a big deal because the amount of hours these guys are putting into these, these, this racing and kind of how seriously they're taking it, all of a sudden it becomes quite a big thing when you get taken out in a race on purpose as well. Yeah, and that's something he, that's something he mentioned is the, it's, it's very easy to just think these guys are gaming. You know, and it's just, it's just a bit of fun and all that stuff. There's so much, I mean, you know, he, he explains it better than me, but there's so much now behind esports. And this period that we're in right now has really, has kind of accelerated that growth so much. I found that fascinating to hear. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, it just, it's, it's great to see a guy like Lando, who obviously was a rookie last season, but he in the esports world is kind of, you know, he, he's like, he's like the Lewis Hamilton. He's like the man, you know, the guy that they all kind of want to be in. And as Pagano kind of proved, like maybe a guy that's, that's kind of, Ruffling a few feathers across the virtual pond. I don't even know how you how you how you describe that in esports terms. So um, yeah, really good interview. And I guess most people listening now are like, well, why are we still listening to to Lawrence and Nate talking? I want to get Lando. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> so, I mean, it's so funny because before I even get to, it, I had to just pull up his last Instagram post, which is literally the car in the air flipping, and then he just quotes Simon by saying, "I just wanted to slow you down." I gotta love that shade. That's the level of petty I like to keep it at. So, I mean, without further ado, let's just go to Lando because he explains it better than anyone. 
what an absolute goat farm we have today, as our colleague Scott would say. And I mean, besides Lawrence and Nate that I always get excited for, we have none other than Lando Norris joining us. I was going to say live and in the flesh, but probably back in your natural habitat because we're so used to seeing you virtually now, Lando, that I suppose this is this might be the new way to go. How have you been? Yeah, yeah, it is at the moment. Um, no, I'm, I'm great, thank you. I think uh, it's been a long time, um, yeah, spending time in this room and in my home and um, training and not doing a lot of things, but focusing on, on still some important things. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've still been enjoying myself. I've been having a lot of fun. I've um, been doing many competitions for, for on different games, on different platforms and um streaming and doing charity streams and trying to raise money and so on so i've still been pretty busy um personally which is it's just been good and it's kind of kept some some structure in my life but uh yeah i've still had a lot of fun and enjoying my my time in um not isolation really anymore but yeah time time alone I think you definitely seem like more of a professional now playing games than you actually do um, in racing because you've been killing it, especially this past weekend too. I mean, I guess we could say you've, you had a, a flipping eventful weekend, pun intended, <laughs> in that one there. So just, what was that like this weekend? Because I know it probably didn't go as smooth as you, you wanted it to go. No, not at all. Um, I mean, we got so close, only two laps away. But um, yeah, I think it was such a fun event um, to... You know, I've done some over races before, and this was very different to my, my norm to do Formula One and road treks and so on. And um, on iRacing, the platform, I've done some over races before, but nothing to this level. You know, I did Cota uh, with IndyCar, and that's, it was a big race. I've done F1 races and so on, but um, this was my first big oval event, and it was against a lot of IndyCar drivers. It was, you know, uh, on TV in America. It was, it was a big race, so. I put in a lot of preparation, although it's just turning left and going flat out for the majority of it. Um, it there's still little things that you want to try and pick up and you want to beat the others because there's such small margins in it. So I spent a lot of time with my with my engineer, Jav, and with the strategists and, and some of the McLaren SP boys to, um, yeah, to still try and win this race. Um, and we got very close. We, we kind of got a bit lucky. We're in a very good position with a caution in the middle. And um, it put us in a very good position to, to try and win the race and um, bring home a good result for the team. But, uh, yeah, it didn't quite end that way. But the whole experience of doing it and working with some of the other guys and some new people was um, was very fun. Well, Lando, you've clearly got a little bit of a target on your back, it seems, given given the events of, of that race itself. I mean, I know you, you obviously spoke to Simon Pagina and, like, you know, you guys kind of talked it out. But that was quite, from from a, from a viewing perspective, it was quite interesting seeing that because it's, you know, an F1 driver and an IndyCar driver, which we don't usually get to see. And then, you know, this kind of, I mean, pretty dirty tricks on, on, on his part. But what did you, I mean, what did you make of that? Because, you know, we're, we're just not used to seeing that really from, from, from racing in general. But when it happens in esports, it was, it was all the rage on social media that, that day. Yes, it's still going on now. I think, like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say because I guess, and well, the big conversation is, Yes, it's a game and so on, and, and therefore you shouldn't care about it and so on. But um, at the same point, the esports over the last few months has really got to a point where it's become more serious. I know it's virtually and people class it as a game. It's become quite a bit more than that over the last few weeks. And not only 
um, because it's on TV, but personally for different drivers, for teams and sponsors, um, you know, there's companies and, and teams and so on, which still need this advertising. It's on the TV in, in America with thousands and thousands of people watching it. It's more than just a game now when it's at this kind of level. So you would still expect people to act professionally and people, you know, who have been racing for years and have the experience of such drivers, um, you know, you would have, although it's virtual and that's what everyone just uses as an excuse, it was still taken seriously by pretty much everyone else. So, um, you know, it was, it was very disappointing because we put a lot of time into it. Um, I put a lot of time into it. My engineers and Jav and everyone did and the whole team. Um, so for someone to be so just, uh, naughty. Yeah. I don't know what word <laughs> describes it best. Just so selfish basically <laughs> in, in not caring about anyone else at that time and just think, and yeah, just taking everything into his own hands and doing what he wants to do because he's got annoyed at me for some reason. <laughs> I, I still don't really understand. Um, but yeah, it's just disappointing. And it's not just let me down or annoyed me, but it's annoyed everyone that's worked with, with me and my spotter and my engineers. And then it annoyed the McLaren team because it was still good for our sponsors in America and McLaren RSP to kind of win their first race in some ways. Um, and you know, there's still a lot riding on it. So for someone just, just to be so selfish and, and just to not care about other people at that time, um, was, was disappointing to see and, and from such a driver. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say really. I guess we kind of have to move on. And, um, in some ways we're lucky it wasn't real and there could have been even worse consequences and, um, and so on. And maybe in a few weeks, esports will get to a level when there is more consequences for doing such a thing but um yeah from all i can take out of it is uh you can't yeah be um or take people too seriously when um yeah they're in a world where they they're more vulnerable let's say of getting beaten and, and so on than than uh, in their own little world uh, no, I mean, I completely feel your pain because when I play Gran Turismo <laughs> with Nate and he takes me off and all I've done is like decided I want to use soft tyres rather than hard, so I get it. But um, <laughs> follow you off. It happens that, all the time, uh, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, Nate's, Nate's a dirty driver too. Um, <laughs> how much uh, effort and time do you put in there? Because you were saying you're working with engineers, like actual yeah. racing engineers. So what can you guys do in something like iRacing, the computer game, to get the best out of the car? Like, how, how deep does it go? How much time do you put in? Um, I mean, it, it can be very deep in terms of, um, you know, you've got setups, you've got strategies, you've got uh, communication between teammates. There's a lot of things which um, you can use these very clever people for, basically. And uh, it's kind of a bit um, dimmed down or made easier because the, all the setups were fixed, both in Kota and in um, in the Indy race. So it kind of, we can't really work on that aspect of things, but um, the areas I guess you can work on for code to say, and me and my engineer Jav, who I used in F1 last year, or had it as an engineer in F1 last year, um, you know, there you can really work on a lot more of the driving aspects from the braking and, and apex and, and just pure driving skills and techniques and so on. Um, and what was very good is we could compare very easily to where I was good and bad 
in the extra racetrack at Cota last year in Formula One in the race. So my traits were very similar, where I was good, where I was bad, where, yeah, I, I struggled to get up to pace and so on. Things translated very well. So um, we could work on those areas and, and have the pace, you know, to, to be on pole and to win the race. When it got to Indy, it was quite different because we're on fixed setups again. Um, in qualifying, you're just turning left and going flat out. But there's still what kind of makes it even cooler is because it's that easy in some ways, you want to try and find those little things, whether it's warming up the engine and burning off every little bit of fuel possible um, and going through the data looking for like, you know, quarter of a mile an hour or something because you scrubbed the steering a little bit too much or they've scrubbed the front tires or you tightened the line a little bit too much. These like minute, minute things, which you don't even really notice. Um, but then, yeah, I was P2 in qualifying. It did a bit disappointing. I wasn't P1, but you do this and it kind of, it's rewarding still, although it's, you know, on the program, it's still rewarding to, to achieve such a thing. So if the setups were open, things would be even more important to have an engineer and, and so on. Um, but then I guess it was most useful in the strategy and then working out my fuel and uh, when to pit, when not to pit, um, which is probably more important in some ways in the road course race than, than the over race where it's a bit more kind of, everyone kind of would go more in a single direction of when to pit and when to take tires and so on. But um, there's still just a lot of aspects where you can use these people and very clever guys to, to my advantage and to try and beat the others. And um, I use them very well. And, you know, we had that advantage. And I think that advantage uh, allowed us to be on pole and winning Cota and then also be P2 and almost win in, in Indy. So um, because of how accurate things are getting nowadays and, and so on, um, these people can be very helpful. And then I know, of course, um, you you stay busy with with these games. Nate literally texted me right before we went on this podcast because you tweeted out that you have something else at five again, and yes. we were like, "Geez, he does not slow down, does he?" I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> amazing that you get to do that. Which my mom would be that you know enthusiastic about me playing games. But I noticed that you've had other athletes as well on. You've had like yeah. Stokesy, um, you've had Stuart Broad. He was involved um, yesterday too, and. So have you decided or have you tried dabbling in some other games? I know like for footballers, they love their FIFA, love yeah. their Call of Duty or anything that we should look out for, you know, in the near future. From mm, you? I mean, you can watch me play these other games. I, I'm not quite at the same level. Uh, in terms <laughs> of my driving skill does not translate into COD games or FIFA. Um <laughs> I do enjoy a lot, of, a lot of other games and I play them quite a bit and I stream them um, from like, uh, well, COD to uh, Rocket League, um, FIFA. I, I'm, I'm so terrible at FIFA. I, I just don't like playing it. Um, it's a great game, but I just, I really hate playing it because I'm so bad. Um, but it's a good selection that I, I love and really enjoy playing and I can play with my friends and, you know, I play COD with Max and it's, uh, and it's really good fun. Um, it's also cool that I get to, um, because of how everything's been in the last few weeks and some positives from it is how I've also attracted and expanded into more of the esports audience. And um, I'm getting more opportunities to, to stream with bigger streamers and more known people from, from this kind of virtual world. Um, you know, and I get to, to play with players like, um, or I'm going to be playing hopefully with Courage JD, who's a very big YouTuber and big streamer. 
um, and uh, and hopefully a few others in the coming weeks. And Casey wants to be uh, wants to be playing. <laughs> Casey Neistat wants to be playing some some COD games. So I don't know I, I I really enjoy the side of things and being able to um, yeah expand and not just drive in the Formula One world and so on, but also um, be more than that and you know uh, team up and play with these other very big personalities and in these different games and different categories and um yeah and try and make some fun out of it and uh entertain my viewers and, and the other people that that stream basically so yeah a variety of games basically lano i can see you as a, i just downloaded a game called goat simulator which is fantastic you're basically <laughs> a, goat, a goat on a rampage which yeah yeah i'd sit and watch you on the, on the stream playing that so um just away from away from gaming itself um <laughs> How have you been? How have you kind of been? It's 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 better than the title suggested. Is it's really fun. Um, you've you've obviously, I guess, like us, you've been keeping an eye on when the when racing might start again, and you've obviously got to stay in shape for that. What what's that been like? Being kind of, you know, you're you're at home at the moment, just yeah. kind of keeping keeping the training going, keeping the diet good. How have you found that? Has it been has it been tricky, or does it just feel like you're in a longer kind of preseason spell? Um, yeah, than doing the things you would be normally. I would say a kind of longer pre-season spell. I think almost um, it's uh, encouraged me and motivated me to do almost a bit more, feeling like this time when some people maybe would be relaxing a bit more than other times because it's such a long period off. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. It's been refreshing at the same time, and I feel a bit more motivated to go and do a run or something. <laughs> something which I was never motiv- motivated for in, in any sort of way. Um, and I really struggled to do such. Like, I never had the motivation. Yes, I know is I, I, I'm lucky, you know, I'm a Formula One driver and so on. But I really, I love doing that so much. The contrast of that is going for a run or doing training. And I enjoy one thing so much. It makes the other thing, thing um, feel just so boring and so awful. So, um I've always struggled with that kind of side of stuff um, and the training and so on, but it's obviously very important. And for some reason over the last few weeks and, and so on and months, I've been more motivated to go out and do run and, and try and keep fit and, and be more proactive on that side of things, which um, I think has been very good for me. So uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. I, you know, I still got a, I got a little garden and I got a room downstairs, which has got some training stuff in and I am, I'm a, doing Skype or Zoom calls with, with my trainer to make sure he's, well, not, I don't want to do that, but he Zooms me and to make <laughs> sure I'm, I'm training and doing the right things and so on. Um, but yeah, I've, um, I've been doing as much training as I, I, as I can do. Although I've been streaming and doing all of that, that's number two on the, the priority list. The number one is still making sure when F1 comes back around and we start racing again, um, which hopefully isn't too far away, then I need to make sure that, uh, yeah, the other virtual world hasn't taken priority and that's still the, the thing in the back of our mind rather than vice versa. Well, Lando, we could literally keep you on and chat to you for hours, but we can't do that because you're literally a busy man. So we'll definitely pick this up um, another time. And hopefully in the meantime, we'll we'll brush up on our gaming skills and and yeah. see if we, you know if we're even worthy to take you on one of these absolutely, days. <laughs> absolutely. thank you so we'll, we'll see you we'll, we'll see you we'll see you on goat simulator before long right so yeah, look, we oh, did discuss it i mean between charles and and a few of us <laughs> we've been trying out some different games we you know we tried out 
uh, was it Euro Truck Simulator driving across the country? I've seen and that. Stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, Goat Simulator came up in one of the discussions, and um, nice. that could be on the agenda. So hopefully, in the next week or so, we're going to be doing some fun races together. Um, George, Alex, uh, Charles, myself, and, and some others. Um, but not the F1 stuff, more different, something, yeah, that you wouldn't usually see F1 drivers do. So racing lawnmowers and, and stuff like that, um, which I'm very excited for. Listen, I'm down for goats on a rampage. Listen, I mean, I'm from Jamaica, so I only grew up seeing goats on a rampage. So if I can partake in that, count me in. Maybe, we'll see. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Lando, thank you so much, man. All right, guys. Thank you, very, thank you very much. Have a wonderful day, and uh, see you all soon.